Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 13th. I'm Ian Scotto, and this is your Daily Brief. Police officials in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, said yesterday an officer who fatally shot a motorist during a Sunday traffic stop mistakenly pulled their gun instead of their taser. 20-year-old Duante Wright, a black man, had been pulled over in the early afternoon for a traffic violation. Officers attempted to detain him after finding he had an outstanding warrant. Wright attempted to get back in the vehicle and flee. Body camera footage from the incident shows an officer yelling taser before discharging their firearm. Wright was pronounced dead a few blocks from the scene where his vehicle crashed. The killing sparked protests across the Minneapolis region, with a reported 40 people being arrested last night. Tensions in the area are already high in anticipation of a verdict in the Derek Chauvin murder trial. The prosecution is expected to rest its case today. George Floyd's brother took the stand yesterday. Chauvin's defense will make opening statements today. Revelers in England returned to the pubs yesterday, albeit outdoors, as the country loosened a number of COVID-19 restrictions. Britain had been under one of the globe's strictest lockdowns for months, but raced ahead in efforts to vaccinate its population. Some experts believe the country reached herd immunity this week. The government aims to lift all restrictions by June 21st. Separately, a top Chinese health official appeared to admit the country's COVID-19 vaccines are not as effective as originally believed. China has released limited data on its main drug from Sinovac, but a preliminary trial in Brazil suggested just slightly over 50% efficacy when accounting for asymptomatic cases. The official later walked back his comments. In the U.S., new COVID-19 cases have risen nearly 30% over three weeks, with a seven-day average of about 70,000 new cases each day. However, five states, Michigan, New York, Florida, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey, make up about 40% of new cases. Government officials called on Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Democrat, to reimpose restrictions, with the state having seen a 400% increase in cases since early March and many hospitals again reaching capacity. Whitmer has resisted more restrictions so far. The rise comes as the U.S. faces a shortage of the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine due to manufacturing problems at a Maryland facility. More than 46% of the adult U.S. population has received at least one vaccine dose. Officials announced the trial of eccentric real estate heir and suspected serial killer Robert Durst will resume May 17th, more than 14 months after it was suspended due to the then-emerging pandemic. The 78-year-old Durst is charged with the killing of friend Susan Berman two decades ago allegedly to conceal his involvement in the 1982 disappearance of his wife, Kathleen. The details of the case are incredibly strange. Durst is also suspected of killing his friend, Morris Black, to hide his identity while living in Galveston, Texas, posing as a mute female botanist. Durst burst back into public consciousness 
following HBO's 2015 documentary, The Jinx, in which Durst appeared to inadvertently admit to the murders while speaking to himself in a bathroom after forgetting to turn off his microphone. He was taken into custody the day before the final episode aired. Harvey Weinstein, currently serving 23 years in New York, is indicted in Los Angeles on 11 counts of sexual assault. Former Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed, charged with felony DWI in a February crash that left a five-year-old girl critically injured. The NCAA announces support for transgender athletes. They will not hold championships in states with discriminatory laws. Will Smith and director Antoine Fuqua pull production of slavery drama Emancipation out of Georgia over the state's new voting law. Intel in talks to produce computer chips for U.S. automakers to help alleviate production slowdowns due to global chip shortage. Archaeologists uncover a 3,400-year-old site believed to be the ancient city of Luxor, just north of the modern-day Luxor, Egypt. Artifacts date to the 18th dynasty pharaoh Amenhotep III. An amber fossil of a 98-million-year-old beetle provides a glimpse into the diet of one of the earliest known pollinators. The discovery sheds light on the evolution of flowering plants. Microsoft to acquire speech recognition software giant Nuance Communications for $19 billion, representing the company's second-largest acquisition after the $26 billion LinkedIn deal in 2016. China imposes restructuring on Ant Group, requiring transformation into a financial holding firm. The fintech giant, founded by Jack Ma, saw its would-be record of $37 billion in an initial public offering delayed last year by Chinese regulators. Iran vows revenge against Israel, blaming the country for an explosion that knocked out power at Iran's Natanz nuclear facility. Iranian officials say the incident threatens nuclear talks with the U.S. The St. Vincent volcano releases its most powerful blast since eruptions began Friday. Lava flows destroy farms and forests, while officials work to provide clean water as ash contaminates rivers. The Food and Drug Administration lays out a multi-year plan to establish limits and testing for heavy metals in baby food. The move was spurred by a February report that sparked outrage. Enjoy this briefing? Get a daily news briefing every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to try1440.com. Hey everyone, if you're anything like me, I can guess that your time in the morning is pretty limited. And the last thing we want to do is filter through piles of biased news disguised as fact. So why joined 1440? And you can too. Get a daily news briefing delivered every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing at www.try1440.com.